0: Welcome, everyone. I'm Maddie, and this is Must Love Food. This episode, will be giving you some last-minute New Year's Eve planning. Whether you're at home with family and friends or going out to eat, we've got you covered. We hope you enjoy this episode. Happy New Year's Eve.
1: We want to connect
0: with you. Follow Cuisine at Home on Pinterest, Twitter,
1: Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube for recipe inspiration, cooking tips and techniques, behind-the-scenes action, and cooking videos. You can also subscribe to our free newsletter at cuisineathome.com newsletter.
2: Hi, I'm Pam and this is Table Talk. I'm here today with uh, Teresa and Robin and we're gonna talk about some uh, New Year's Eve ideas for last minute or whatever you've got going this New Year's Eve. Uh, New Year's for me is near and dear to my heart. My parents always had a New Year's Eve party, and I have done the go out to a big soiree, go out to restaurant. Um, I have done set home, stay home and set intentions and burn candles. Um, but I've also, my favorite is probably where I've done a first night where we went to a local museum and walked through the museum with uh, my friend and their child and then did an asabuco dinner with some great wine. That was my best and favorite, I think, New Year's Eve going. That sounds awesome. Mm -hmm. I just love staying in for New Year's Eve, really. Um, It's, I feel like New Year's Eve is overrated. I don't know about you guys. I think it's a good time to gather
3: with family and friends, and I've never done the big soiree, so I'm, I'm envious
4: that you have done that, but we've always done family and friends. How about you, Teresa? Yeah, we used to go out to dinner, but honestly, I just love staying in with family and friends, and we have um, we've started a tradition doing a, a game night so that mm-hmm. we, we take out different board games and usually they're kind of retro board games fun and then we have appetizers and prosecco of course mm. to celebrate with but sometimes we do like an anipasto platter sometimes we do we just everybody chips in and we just make a huge nacho baking sheet type of thing and then you can just eat it while you're playing your game it's very
2: fun right nachos are always a good choice so if your plans fell through at the last minute you were going to do something what would you do just scrambling for the last minute what do you guys think i mean for me okay i would do a cheese board because it's probably easiest thing run out grab a few things of cheese and some um cured meats or something, but okay, so this is maybe a little lowbrow, but have you guys ever done where you take cream cheese and put it on salami and roll it up? Oh my oh. gosh, <laughs> I was just going to say that too. <laughs> right.
3: Oh, I like to do dried beef, do mm. it with the dried beef and the cream cheese
2: and the pickle. And oh. and I, I do it with... Do you pay- not do the pickle? I, I've had actually recently, I just had that at a party, but that's like the, what do they call it, the pickle dip or something? Yeah,
4: yeah. 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 Yeah, I do it with ham and green onion. Okay. Oh, I've not yeah. done that.
2: Well, I thought of a way to zhuzh it up was to do it with like borzan cheese too. Um, salami with a little borzan cheese. I don't know. I oh. haven't tasted it, but I bet if you want to add a little more flavor, I don't know. Yeah, that would be good. At our house, when you
3: have those or when someone brings them, you had better just be there earlier. You will miss out <laughs> on, on, the, on the pickle wraps. So totally. So that's always a good thing. Or another... Um, something along that line, or the, the taco wraps, where you use the you know the taco shell, Haven't the tortilla, use a tortilla, and put some spread on there, mm. maybe a flavored cream cheese, and then
2: cheese, olives, whatever you want, and roll those up, and then cut those. So, so quick and easy. Teresa, you said you like um, prosecco. Do you have a favorite bubbly or, or a favorite drink for New Year's Eve, Robin? Well, I always like the bubbly um, or
3: wine, mm-hmm. and I. I like red wine in the winter. So, but my favorite
2: red wine is a Malbec, probably. Mm, yeah, me so too. So kind of like a
3: heavy wine.
2: A bit. Uh, I love a red wine, but for for New Year's Eve, I always have to have bubbly at New Year's. And in fact, I've been wanting to do this. I, I grew up um, on both coasts and have not done this yet, but have been wanting to go to the um, beach for midnight and pop a bottle of champagne. But I have my low, medium, and kind of high um, levels of champagne for me. Um, I'm prob. I might bastardize the name. Ohm Sarah Cristalino is a Cava, which I really love. And it's a good, um, value brand. It's like 10 bucks a bottle. Love that. Um, or, and I'm probably going to mess up this name too. Gruet, Gruet, mm-hmm. uh, which is a, I think it's from New Mexico. Um, it's a great um, bubbly and if you're going highbrow, um, and some might not think this is highbrow, but is my fave. Um, but I always have to have some bubbly for New Year's Eve. Yes, um, I think it's it's kind of like candles on your birthday cake, you have to blow out candles for your birthday. Right. Well, it just goes together. It's traditional. It right. really is. Right. So what games do you, you guys like to do? Play games?
3: I do. When we get together with the kids, um, so, uh, we play cards at our house. So. Mm. A card game that we like to do with because the kids can play. It's like either Uno or Phase 10 and we can get kind of, we'll say rowdy mm-hmm. with those. So we like those. Um, or we've kind of gotten into Cards Against Humanity and that kind of depends on who's around to play. Um, if it's the little, little kids, you know, they don't really understand that game, so we're okay. Um, <laughs> I, I, I say that with caution, so please don't judge. Oh, um, <laughs> Or if it's the big, we have a big spread in kids. We have little, little kids, and then we have, I have grandkids who are, you know, I have a granddaughter who's almost 21, so we have a big spread between three and 21, so it depends on who's around, what we play. But you play board games, Teresa, yeah, is that right? We
4: we play um, your old traditional board games like Monopoly. We've had this Monopoly game since I think my parents have bought it, and, you know, we play Scrabble, but, you know, it's it's the the kind of thing that everybody can join in, and, and because we're all adult friends then, you know, it, it could get a little cutthroat at times, you know. Mm-hmm. That's okay. It keeps it fun. Yeah.
3: You know, something else I like to do um on New Year's Eve or at least, you know, maybe before people come, I like to reflect on the, the um on the past year. I like to kind of take time to reflect over the past year. And something that I have recently read, um is kind of a fun thing I thought was a fun thing to do is like if you are somewhere where we have a either a fireplace or if you're doing a bar you know, a bonfire or something, is have everybody that comes write down something from the last year that they want to let go of. And you write that down and you just toss that in the fire and then it's gone. And I thought, boy, that's kind of a an interesting thought. I liked that idea. I
2: have done that.
3: Have you? Yes. You are so new age. I just, I want to be you (laughs) that Pam. I just want to be you. (laughs) uh, just where I am in
2: my life. And, (laughs) you know, sometimes you have hurdles and you want to let some things go and you, uh, ring out the old and ring in the new. Um, I've also done fireworks on, um, actually Central Park. I had never done this a few years ago. I was at Friend's House, and I never knew they did this. But they have a beautiful free um, firework display every year, and a lot of communities have them. Mm -hmm. So you can look to see if if your community has a fireworks display or just go out and wish upon a star and then ring in the new and um, pop a little bubbly and toast at midnight. I don't know. Right.
3: And the other thing I like to do, and you probably do this too, I like to choose a new word for the year. (gasps) have not done that. So yeah, I do. Is it like a meditative word or? Something Mm -hmm. that I choose that it's kind of like, yeah, my guiding word. Mm -hmm. Like I have in the past chosen create, so that's something that I need to remind myself I need to be more creative during the year. Um, This year has been gratitude. it's been a hard year for me personally and i have needed to remind myself that there are lots of things that i need to be grateful for and just having that front and center has been helpful so i haven't chosen a new word for 2020 so we'll see what we come up with but um, yeah there's lots of lots of interesting words that can be your guiding i like that idea
2: so do you guys have plans for this year well, we just plan
4: to get together again mm-hmm. with, with games, and we're going to do a big anipasto mm. platter this year, we decided, because uh, I, I have to tell you this, because if you're if you're planning on a cheese board or an anipasto platter, um, you don't have to go out and get an expensive cheese board, you know, specifically. Mm-hmm. You can use whatever you have on hand. You can use a cutting board. You can use any kind of a platter. A couple years ago... Um, I found this beautiful, huge white platter with a real pretty decoration on it on clearance at Pottery Barn. And I thought, this is perfect because it's so big and it goes right in the center of the table and it fits everything that I want in there, including all the bread and crackers, including all the spreads and dips. It's all like, it's all in one. So I don't have to have extra little things sitting outside. I don't have to have extra bread baskets sitting on the table too it just all goes on that one platter and everybody kind of enjoys filling the platter up you know mm-hmm. helping to create the platter and Absolutely. then enjoying it afterwards. I helped a friend make one and she used a barn board and it was
3: That's so much idea. fun. Now we covered it with plastic wrap because you didn't want to put mm-hmm. the food right on the barn board but you couldn't see the plastic wrap by the time everything got on it and it was really a fun uh, a fun idea. Yeah, I so love you're right that. you can use anything. anything. <laughs>
2: love that so well um and how about you i do not have plans i will probably like you be a bit reflective um think about the past year and contemplate on the year coming and um they'll probably be bubbly and probably be some wine and cheese and uh beyond that i'm kind of winging it so yeah there's lots of things that we can do
3: uh but i think quiet is the is the key for me this year too so Teresa is going to be the one that's going to have the party this year. Yeah, Yeah. I was going to say, can I
2: come? Um, Yes.
3: um, (laughs) So do you have people bring things for your your cheese board? Yes,
4: yes. And we just like to make sure there's a variety of flavors and textures on your cheese board. You don't have to stress out if you're going to do a cheese board or an onion pasta platter, you know, for your holiday. Just make sure, it's just better if you make sure there's a variety of textures and flavors. Well... Make sure you add some charcuterie Mm -hmm. with that because that's nice, and some savory elements like pickles or olives. Right. Well,
3: it would have to include two of my favorite cheeses. Okay. What is that? Well, I love Prairie Breeze. Mm -hmm. Oh yes, I love that too. It's a local brand. It is. It's, It's it's made here in Iowa, and of course we'll have to put some Maytag Blue on there. Of course. Because again, local. Well, so. and I was going to
2: say La Quercia. If you're getting some oh, cured yes. meats, another yes. great local we, producer. Absolutely. We are really lucky, lucky. here in, yes. in in Iowa and oh, Des Moines. We, I love that. We've got Andouille. Their yes. Andouille, oh, yes. their um, spread, as well as just their Prosciutto or anything like that. Oh my gosh, and it's then, so good! Gosh, there are so many to choose from. Um,
3: what kind of cheeses do you, are favorites on your cheese board?
4: Well, I've got to have some kind of a Brie, and. Uh, love baked brie and actually Pam did a really fabulous baked brie was that in our last issue yeah we worked on that together
2: yeah, uh, yeah with it was so good it had um, what was it roasted garlic um, yeah on it top was of it. delicious mm-hmm.
3: yes it was so simple
2: mm-hmm.
3: and beautiful Simple, beautiful, and delicious. I mean, there's the trifecta right, <laughs> right. there.
2: Though I will tell you guys, one year um, I did a cheese board, and I'm sure it's probably not up your alley, Robin. But it was all um, goat cheese. Oh my goodness! But i be the were, only one that
3: was saying no, thank you. They were.
2: Um, I did like a young, a medium, and an aged goat cheese. Interesting. And yes, and so they did have different textures. But um, I knew my audience too, and they were <laughs> fans. And um, and had some fruit. I like a little sweet with my mm-hmm. uh-huh. um, cheese board to whether it's fresh fruit or dried fruit or a spread or all three like you know a fig jam or um, uh, we have some great local um, you know even a um, red pepper jelly anything like that that's great I love to get pepadews pepadews and goat cheese together yum yum yeah. yum
4: we, we have that. actually we have that really good uh, stuffed pepadew oh. recipe it's on our on our internet oh, I love
2: that yeah and it's easy mm-hmm. very easy so if you have um if you got last minute um uh trepidation and not knowing what to do head out to the store you don't have to go to the the cheese shop but you code if you want just go if you to, have a cheese shop handy that's great fabulous or just go to your local go look in your fridge and then just look, um, just go to the grocery store and pick out some things that you like um, with some variety of textures, as Teresa was saying. Um, maybe get some dried fruits and nuts. and. Um, right. Yeah. And
3: if you're having friends over, also, don't forget, uh, besides champagne, you might want to include some sparkling cider. Sure. Oh, yeah. um, maybe some flavored waters.
2: Especially for kids, too. Right,
3: yeah. right. So... Keep and, those things in mind too
4: and also if you just want to go to your local italian market you can get everything you need there <laughs> i mean they've got the best provolone the best parm you know they've mm-hmm. got aged and they've got romano and whatever you need it plus um, i have done this before i've gotten they have you know usually when they would have some fresh tortellini there and if you cook up the tortellini and you can make little skewers with your one tortellini. of my favorite appetizers yeah. ever
3: mm-hmm. And then just an Italian dressing on there. You can, um, okay, say the day is getting late, you don't want to make your own vinaigrette, just use a bottle.
2: Exactly. Very easy. I think we should end it there. I say exclamation point to that. Go to your local (laughs) um, favorite um, purveyor of um, gourmet, um, Italian market or gourmet market, and they'll have everything for you. And um, whether you're in... um, Going out or staying in with friends, family, playing games, whatever you do. Um, have a joyous New Year's Eve and um, be safe and happy. Absolutely. And happy New Year, happy everybody. New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs>
5: Welcome, guys, to Let's Make a Meal where we're gonna open up my fridge today and talk about um, what I have in there that I'd really like to use up. I'm Amanda, I'm the digital editor here. I'm here with Maddie and Haley, and I'm going to give them some ingredients from my fridge at home, and they're gonna tell me what to make with it. Let's hear it. We're ready. Okay. I have two things I really want to use up, which are a little bit of like a leftover situation. Okay. First thing is I have some leftover cheesy mashed potatoes from making pierogies. Okay. Oh my. Mm. And I have a half a package of Trader Joe's everything but the bagel smoked salmon.
0: I'm already thinking fried. I was thinking fried.
5: Okay. So here's what else I have. (laughs) Of course I have eggs. I have three major cheese groups, which are Parmesan, Mm. goat, and cheddar. Oh,
0: goat. I have Mm, some Brussels sprouts
5: that are really, like, needing to go into something ASAP also. And then, of course, I have basics like shallots, garlic, um, all the condiments because I love condiments. And then I have some truffle butter that also needs to be used. Mm. Dipper. Mm. (laughs)
0: All right, ladies. What am I making?
1: Here was my initial thought. Okay. Mashed potatoes don't heat up the greatest, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. So I thought we should... Fry them, them into balls a, a cake. and fry them. Yeah, mm. make a mashed potato cake. And you said you had some cheeses and Brussels sprouts. We can do it over like a salad. You could make a nice fresh salad to cut the richness of this cake. Mm-hmm. What about putting some of that cheese on the inside of the mashed potato yes. cake? Yes. Mm-hmm. Give it uh-huh. like uh-huh. twice
0: the cheesy. And then what were the other ingredients? Smoked salmon. Smoked salmon. Okay. I guess we could pop some of that into the fritter. Into the fritter. The cake or or into the salad. Mm -hmm. Since it's smoked,
5: it doesn't have to be cooked. Right, exactly. Then I have eggs and your basic pantry ingredients.
1: Okay, so the eggs, those can be, you know, you've got your standard breading procedure when you are coating something to fry it. And Mm -hmm. so that's where I'm going to use the eggs. Perfect. Yep. Um, Let's do that. Mm -hmm. So what's the whole meal? So it's going to be a fried mashed potato cake that's breaded in some breadcrumbs. If you have panko or whatever Mm -hmm. sort of crackers you want to crunch them up and turn those into the breading. You'll make your cake with your cheese inside. Okay. You'll dip it in flour, dip it in egg, and then in whatever your crumbs are. Okay. Give them a fry.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then
1: a a couple, you know, you want to get your oil hot enough. Yes. Yep. Until nice and golden brown. And then... I might shred up those Brussels sprouts. I was Brussels thinking, too. Sprouts. Yep.
0: And we did a, uh, slaw, you know, like a raw salad that one time that was pretty tasty when we mm-hmm. shredded Brussels sprouts and had some fun components. Put a nice tangy vinaigrette in there. Mm-hmm. Put and the salmon it with it. Bring some smoke. It's feeling a little sort of like a... It's like a not vegetarian, but... Well, it feels like <laughs> we just in throwing the it in
5: there, but... <laughs> what if you did a little um garnish on top with some smoked salmon on top Ooh, of your like potato a rose? Cake. You okay, think? well, maybe not that <laughs> retro. <laughs> Can you tell I do food styling? <laughs> Maybe just like a little, like a couple shreds on top, just to get okay. a little more protein in there. What about mm-hmm. that? Sounds good. Yeah. Because I really need to use that up.
1: Oh yeah. How much do you have?
5: Half a package. Half so like a, package. a couple good slices. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Slice it up really thin. Okay. Add a nice brininess to that salad. Okay. Do you have I any think that nuts? Good.
5: Yeah, I have pretty much every nut you could okay. you could want in the freezer. I mean Where I are you don't going? Know about you, but I did But eat you did
0: I know. And I you know, I you probably don't need it since you have the crunch from the cake. Mm-hmm. But you did something similar to this in an issue one time, wasn't did it like I? a mashed potato like fritter kind of thing? I don't remember doing this. I swear but you did. And it was good. I I'm not you a good mashed cheese. potato fritter. <laughs> well maybe. Maybe it was one of us. Mm-hmm. But we'll take it. Mm-hmm. I mean anything fried is always a win in my book. Okay, any ideas for that truffle butter? Ooh, you know, you can put that over top of it when it comes out hot. You a little could. butter, truffle butter. Let over it melt that over cake. the mashed potato cake. Sounds pretty delicious. I mean, mm-hmm. can you ever go wrong with truffle butter? No, I mean, no. you <laughs> can dip fries in it. Oh, oh that's the smell. I know. All right, Mm -hmm. so we're
5: doing a mashed potato cake with some shredded Brussels sprout salad, a little smoked salmon garnish, Mm -hmm. maybe a truffle butter drizzle just to use it up. Mm Yep. Take it over the top, and that's
0: a wrap. You bet. Now I'm hungry. (laughs) The best thing about the Brussels sprouts, if you guys have a food processor, there is a slicing blade, if you have the large one, and it just shreds those babies in seconds versus having to, like, sit there and do them all by hand. No
1: time. And they'll be more evenly sliced,
0: probably.
5: Mm -hmm perfect thanks guys you Thank bet you. Thanks.
3: hi I'm Robin and I'm here with Cracked Up this is our trivia game it's all about food and I've got Pam and John here today and I'm going to see if I can stump them with some trivia questions so let's go ahead and get started are you ready? <laughs>
2: Question. You know, I,
1: I always think I'm good with, you know, useless information. And then when it comes to trivia things, I'm really bad.
2: So. I, I was really happy that you're here with me today, John. <laughs> I hope you're going to bail me out. Okay, are you ready? <laughs> yes. All Question right. number one. What are the two most
3: common food allergies in adults? Oh, peanut, we think.
2: Or shellfish and, shellfish and nuts. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'd agree. I've got okay. to give it to you. Those are the two
3: most common allergies in adults, yes. Nuts and shellfish. Okay, second question. Farina is Italian for what? Flour. Dog gum. You got it. Ding, ding. You've learned that me. one, too. I know. Pam was not looking very uh, uh, like she had that answer. I was thinking of porridge. But I, it, uh, me, too. It just
1: sort of means flour, right? Because massa farina is corn flour. And yes, the,
3: you know. you've made your point, John. You have won that <laughs> so question it's not also. not necessarily <laughs>
1: Italian. It's a Latin romance language.
3: <laughs> okay. All right. We'll go to question number three. Are you ready? We are. You better be ready. This is a big one. Okay. But I thought farina was a good one too. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> what type of cheese is traditionally used in Detroit style pizza?
2: Hmm.
5: Ooh. I think, think no you do idea. have No idea. Right?
2: I've never had Detroit-style pizza, but I was just reading about it recently, and I really want to try it. Oh, road trip. Um, yes. <laughs> uh, we definitely should make it for the magazine. Okay, so we're going to say Mott's is too common, right? Do you yeah. think cheddar?
1: I'm, I'm going straight to cheddar. Cheddar? Seems.
2: I mean, it's close to Wisconsin, right? <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure, that's it. <laughs> Let's go with cheddar. Oh, it's New York e- cheddar.
3: You oh. guys have lost that one. Uh, that was my buzzer. Okay. <laughs> the answer is
2: Brick what brick Brick. cheese cheese.
3: (laughs) yes brick cheese is the type of cheese most traditionally used in detroit style pizza so
2: anybody know what it what is traditionally a detroit style pizza anyway
3: they call it detroit style pizza because it's made in a heavy pan kind of like a pan pizza um traditionally the pan is from auto parts you know because detroit autos cool
5: right so it's big heavy
3: pizza um Brick cheese is used because it's a meltable cheese, and so it goes all the way to the edge. They put it in there, and it goes all the way edge. It melts over the sides and stuff. And then the killer part here to me is they put two stripes of sauce on it, so it looks like racing stripes, uh-huh. thus the car, uh,
2: the whole car industry it. thing. Love it. So That's it's kind of great. Of It's like deep dish, right? Yes. And that's a high-fat cheese, right? Yes. Oh, cool.
3: I hear a story idea there, actually.
2: Yes. (laughs) I know. So first the road trip, then the story. Fabulous.
3: I'm always looking for a road trip, Ah. so there we go. All right. So even though you didn't get that question, I think we all learned something, so it was fun anyway. (laughs) Okay? All right. So hopefully our listeners, if you didn't know that, you learned something also. All right. So on to the next question, and this is a true or false question. Alcohol completely evaporates during cooking. False. False. That's correct. That's correct. Some people think that
2: it does completely evaporate, but you're right; it does not.
1: It's just wishful thinking.
2: It is, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, there's probably a very high percentage that actually burns off, oh, but it's right. right. But it does. There's still trace. remains some in there.
1: I think even if you flambe, it's still there's trace sure. amounts of alcohol. Yes,
3: I think you're right. Okay, and for our number five, our final question. What type of meat is the most widely consumed in the world?
2: Oh, goat, isn't it?
1: That's a great answer.
2: I- I'm going to say goat. Goat. Oh. Mm. Bzzz, All right. Oh, no, I'm
1: not done. I oh, wait, wait a
2: minute. Oh. Nope. Sorry. All right, well, that's my answer. I, that,
3: you oh, agree with her.
2: Chicken. Okay, well, you're still incorrect. Oh, good. It's Pork. That was my second choice, but I don't get a second choice. I know it. I know it. I,
3: I found that a surprising answer. So, yes, the, the most widely consumed meat in the world is pork. So there we go. Good job. I mean, you still? No. I,
1: I, we have to do better.
3: Yeah. You can. I know you can. We we'll try it to again. We improve here. So. Hey, we're going to do trivia again next week. <laughs> oh, might, we might flip the tables. It's possible. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's possible. So, anyway, that winds up our podcast for today. So I'd like to thank everybody for listening in. We're glad that you joined us today on this last day of, of 2019. And so we will see you in the new year and Happy New Year's Eve. We'll happy see you New in t- Year's Eve. Yes. Happy New Year's Eve.
2: See you in 2020. Absolutely. Bye.
0: Visit our site to learn about special offers, new products, and more for purchase. We offer live cooking seminars from pasta making and cast iron cooking to pie baking and stir frying techniques. Our special interest publications feature recipes centered around certain topics like feel-good food and slow cooker dinners. We also offer custom Cuisine at Home branded kitchen tools such as aprons, cutting boards, and bench knives. Shop all of our offerings at CuisineAtHome.com.